the fallen leaves tell a story. They were four lords from the north, the south, the east, and the west, Virginia. There was Lord Justin the Eyeless, whose visions had come to reject the sun's natural light in favor of the yellowish hue of his spectacles. There was Lord Griffin, the Unsleeping, whose demand for pillows had stripped the land of its resources as he strived for a good night's rest that would never come. There was Lord Christopher, the pedantic, whose taste for moving pictures from aeons heretofore had made him both feared and tolerated. <laughs> and there was Lord Rust the Frail, who had a bad tummy. Will you seek to become a lord yourself? Well, just by listening, you'll remember. My name is Justin Macker, and I don't know the best game of the week. Rise Tarnished. My name is Griffin Macker. I do know the best game of the fucking year. Don't even step to it. My name is Christopher Thomas Plant, and I am in love with a video game. My name is Rose Frosty, and I know the best game of the week. Hello, and welcome to the Besties, where we talk about the latest and the greatest in home interactive intergamements. Hmm. You okay there, the Juice? It's the game of the year show. <laughs> And just by listening, you, my friend, are a member. Yeah. So excited to have you here to talk about this uh, new release. It's called Elden Ring. Chris Plant, what is it? Open world Dark Souls, baby. Did it in one. Did it in one. Swish. (laughs) Did it in one. Swish. Let's take a break and then let's talk a lot about Elden Ring. This episode of The Best of These is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so... You know, there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their aura frames and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. It's so good. Yes, I think we can all 
probably agree it's at the outset that so we're all pretty much smitten by this game. Is that oh fair to say? God. It's one let's, of the best games I've ever played. Yes, agreed. Let's let's establish some parameters for the listeners at home who are interested in the game but maybe don't want to get the shit spoiled out of it. Uh, because yeah. when you talk about... It's weird because FromSoft has earned this, like... Uh, like ta- saying anything about their games counts as a spoiler. It's not like a story beat because the story is so like weird and abstract yeah. in these games. Uh, it's more like that one boss that has a tentacle for a butt. Like, <laughs> oh. that's, um, how about how that's B the segment? spoilers? B-, B segment spoilers. Um, mm. Well, I mean, even th- I think I, it's too early for spoilers. I'm actually worried yes. about you guys spoiling something. Okay. Yeah. Let me suggest this. How about we start with let's talk to people who are on the outside yeah. of Souls games. Okay. Give them the the walk up. The the if you've probably heard people talk about these, maybe you couldn't get into one before or just haven't had an interest. What are they what are they getting with Elden Ring? Let's talk assuming no Souls Souls. And let me also add into it. if we have to say anything about Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, instead let's just say banana. Okay. Let's just put it. that. Let's just actually see how. Uh, here's what we can say. Okay, it's an open world game that's very good, just like Breath of the Wild banana. is an open world game that's very good, and then Banana is very good. Yeah. And then we don't have to do that again because this game has plenty of stuff going okay. on with it. But I agree with Justin. Like, make that. let's let's try to welcome people into this. Okay. Am, yes. Am I the person who liked Dark Souls and needs from soft games the least of our group? Maybe. That's, yeah, that's probably true. That's possible. I, I think so. Yeah. I will. Uh, okay. okay. So what I'll say about this is I have played. Every game from From Software, and I have bounced off every game from From Software. But I'm not the perfect person here because I actually do like them. I just find them too hard and I don't have reflexes. In this game, my friends, it's it. It's the one. It's been waiting for me. Because uh, where in the past, the way Dark Souls games worked, they were much more like Metroidvanias. That's not that's not a perfect comparison, I know. But you would uh, go around a relatively linear, relatively linear world, and you would be increasingly tested and challenged uh, by more and more difficult bosses. And uh, it was hard; you had to grind to kind of like push your way through. Now, because it's open world, I get to somewhere where I'm like, you know what? This isn't fun anymore. And there's like a trillion other places to go. I would say about like 25% of them where I am the god who destroys the weak. Yeah, I guess you could think of it similar to Banana where you could ignore the dungeons, like the main dungeons for a while. Same thing here. You could play this game for 80 hours and never touch a boss fight. Literally, just ignore all the boss fights and have stuff, plenty of stuff to do. The the key boss fights. There are four. No, even even the sot, like... There's a lot of fucking can, stuff that doesn't require do anything for 80 hours. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I guess what I'd say is you could play this game for a very long time. There are small bosses, tons of them throughout this yeah. world in the way that there are forts in like a uh, Far Cry game or I mean any of these modern open world games. But the great right. thing is once you're more powerful, if you just, you know, grind runes, which are the things that allow you to upgrade in this game, you can just destroy pretty much anything especially if you're playing astrologer which is in fact well, the best class yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of ways to uh there's good. a lot of ways to play elden ring right that is the the best thing about from soft games i think they are without 
like much competition the best role playing games on the on the market uh because they are it is part and parcel of, with their difficulty these games are fucking hard and so you spend so much time just looking for an edge looking for some sort of like advantage that you can eke out just to make you know th- this boss fight or dungeon or you know whatever just a little bit more like beatable uh, yeah, and Elden Ring has that, an outrageous amount of that, where you can just, like, you can run into an area that is filled with, like, fuck you enemies that will tr- put you in the absolute toilet in a single hit, but you have a horse in this game that you can just be like, deuces, I'm gonna sneak by you and get that incredible staff and, like, way overpowered spell and now, like, I'm going to go back to that home area, and that stupid tree sentinel is going to be like, uh-oh, you here to get blasted again? And you're like, actually, you're the one that's going to get blasted today. <laughs> the, uh, my experience was, you know, you start the game, you leave, like, your starting cave, and in front of you, there's a giant castle, and, th- and someone's like, hey, you should probably go to that castle. And I thought about it, and then I got close to the castle, and there was a bunch of guys in front of it, and they kept shooting me, and I was like... Maybe I won't. And then I found this like little secret path around the castle. Literally, you just Mm -hmm. go around it. And suddenly I was in areas that were like much, much higher level than me. And as Griffin said, like I was able to get gear that was like not gear that I normally would have at that point. And because I was casting, like I could sort of like survive and manage uh, getting through it without dying repeatedly. And that level of freedom has just never existed in a Souls game before. It well, it it has right. There has always been ways to get get those advantages, even all the way back in like Demon Souls. But right? you couldn't, uh, like for example, you needed to ring the three bells to move the story. Shoot the along. dragon's tail. It was a um, lot more linear. A lot more. Uh, I mean, there were shortcuts. Yeah, but there like, were bo- there were bottlenecks, right? But in in Dark Souls specifically, like every time I play Dark Souls, I go about like the same build usually, which involves like running to the catacomb of the giants, which is like a super late game area. Like you can, there's a lot of. I think you guys are short selling how much flexibility. But even th- that said, Elden Ring is on a whole nother level where you can go virtually anywhere right from the start of the game yeah. and put together like an armor set and gear and spells and whatever. You don't even have to like level up except that a lot of the gear does have like uh, attribute requirements. Uh, but like you can get pretty diesel before you face the first boss if that is the way that you want to play it. And I think that that makes this game way, way, way more accessible than anything from software. Well, appro- approachable, but yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. I, yes, I, sure, yes, that is a different yeah. Uh, yeah. terminology. So the, I, I think that's all true. The one thing that I've noticed between like myself, who is getting finally getting into this series, and like some of the other folks at Polygon who are, are bouncing off when it's their first time, is while it's much, much more approachable, there's still this like secret language of FromSoft games that yeah. I have acquired over the years. Like, yeah. oh, when you see a person and they you can't target them, don't hit them. That's for starters. Yeah. Then two, talk to them and keep talking to, the, to them until you've seen every piece of dialogue you can and yeah. check their store because some random item might be literally crucial to playing the game. And yeah. those, are, those are things that... Uh, most people aren't going to assume that that 
path that Frush is talking about, I took that too. And I only noticed it because I kept talking to somebody on a bridge who finally at the end was like, hey, you know what? I bet you could get across this bridge without the bridge. And I was like, well, <laughs> that's a clue. That, yeah. That's going to help. We actually heard an amazing story of someone at Polygon who was playing, who had never played a From Software game before, oh, no. picked a thief class, like a like a rogue class, came upon the very first vendor. He said something like sassy to her, and she was like, I'm going to fuck this guy up, and killed the very first vendor she ran into, who sells know. you the crafting kit, who does all sorts of things for you. Kale? And um, Sweet kale, so, yeah, yeah there, it, it plants right. Like, there is a language that you need to learn, and I agree. I agree. In the same way, it reminds me of um, Monster Hunter Rise in that way for me, where it is indeed the most accessible version of this game, or Monster Hunter World, if you will. Uh, uh, thank you. Approachable. Of this game. game. But there are still pretty large elements, even just the idea of, like, if you screw up your skill points, you can kind of, like, you could pretty much screw yourself over pretty bad. I fully fully restarted after maybe five hours of playing because I hated my build, and I knew I was, like... A, a few days of playing away from being able to, to reset. Yeah, the big thing is like, yeah. know what your three main stats are and do not touch the other ones for a while because well, while there is a respec in the game, it takes many hours to unlock. Let's not, uh, yeah, let's we're not getting talk way too, too granular. Strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah everybody's yeah. going to well, have a different approach. Also, on that this. note, I, I want to hear what everybody's builds are, starting with Justin. <laughs> I'm a sorcery guy. I like to cast spells and I have a... Uh, you can uh, sort of attach these things called ashes to weapons yeah. that make them uh, scale their damage scale to uh, whatever stat that that they are tied to. So I have like a magic scaling rapier that I keep in uh, reserve for finishing off people or uh, close combat stuff. I'll spoil this by saying I think we're more or less all playing the same class <laughs> just by coincidence. I'm, I'm playing sort of a dex dexterity like katana i basically wanted to play sekiro again okay uh but i took i took i put points into intellect for uh like being able to buff my sword Mm. so i have like Mm. a spell that enchants my sword to make it uh like three times stronger and i have like a very weak little baby spell that i use to basically pull mobs out of a crowd so that i can slice Mm. and dice them um, which is which is great, but also every time I watch a video of somebody like, yeah, I'm playing this like crazy like berserk style two hands like giant sword the size of a truck build, I'm like, should I restart? Because that looks yeah. fucking that looks great. Um, yeah, I I think my like for me it's the least skill based. I think using the um magic stuff because it's less about like timing and counters and more like picking your moment yeah. to to attack and knowing when you have enough casting time um i too do that thing where like if i watch someone play a melee build it like wow that looks a lot like a lot of fun uh but i like i like the strategy of like knowing when i can uh, get a spell off and and when i can't i have struggled i will say um I feel like the locking in this game can get a little hinky. Mm-hmm. Uh, like lock on targeting. Lock on ta- targeting, which honestly, like if you're using magic, it basically has to be locked on. I mean, you can get a lucky shot off, but there's not really any sort of way of targeting your spells other than locking on. And that can get a little shifty, especially when there's multiple enemies and you're trying to like target one of them. That can be uh, kind of tricky, especially in the heat of the moment. Yeah, there are moments, certainly, and, and even in some of the bigger boss fights where it gets tricky but i do think eventually you sort of 
click into like, oh, this is something that's going to disengage the lock or going to make it a little bit harder. It's never 100%, but it's probably as close as it's going to get. Don't sit here and dismiss the the very few failings that this <laughs> It doesn't bother you as much. Um, okay, so, so that is the basic pitch. They're hard, but I think usually very fair, um, especially in the sense of like, I, I always liken it to that scene in the... Um, I like in Souls games, and this is no different, to the scene in the Fire Swamp in mm. Princess Bride, yeah. where, like, after they've been in the... At first, he's just, like, getting owned by rats and falling into sand pits and then get blazed by fire, and it all sucks. But then he starts to talk about how there's a faint popping noise before, you know, the fire comes out. And that kind of... And he's just sort of, like, navigating it much easier. And that, to me, is, like, the charm, the appeal of Dark Souls is, like... Well, I know that this guy is going to be over here, and I know that this, um, and that has always been the case. In this game, I will say the world is so expansive that there's not really nearly as much of that um, slowly navigating through a world, learning its ins and outs, and um, the predictability. You know, the predictability and the mastery of a certain like memorization, the rote memorization of it. This is much more about like situational awareness, like being smart about how you go into situations. And that really is thrilling. Yeah. I mean, around every turn, not only will you see just the craziest like vistas of like the scariest castle you've ever seen in your entire <laughs> life. Yeah. That you probably need to go to. And Oh my God, is that a fucking clock tower on legs walking around and ringing its terrifying bell at you? <laughs> and there's lightning everywhere. And now there's a dragon. It's like horrifying, but it's very much like, I can be smart about this. I know that I should not be here, but I'm going to keep going. I I can't. I I am a huge. From Software is probably my favorite video game developer currently. Like in in the biz, and I have adored every single game that they have released and beaten them like multiple times. I love these games, and I uh, I cannot with my you know somewhat limited knowledge of how the the inner workings of games development. I cannot understand how they then made a game that is like 10 times bigger than their biggest game. Yeah. Where everything is working the best it has worked. Like yeah. every weapon has its own move set essentially. So like if you're using uh you know Justin's using a rapier, I'm using a katana. Those those weapons operate completely differently and the hitboxes in this game are really 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 on point. So it's not like you just you know, wildly hammer on the attack button and it's going to be the same thing for everyone. Like, you have, every time you pick up a new weapon and equip it, you are essentially, like, pretty much, you have a new way of attacking things that you have to also learn. Like, there's so much variation in in, in the weapon types and the builds that you can make, in the way that you level up those builds. Yeah. It's, it is, it's so much bigger and better than the best games they've made, which are already, like, in, in my opinion like masterpiece and and i would also add that like what's wild is that within this very evolved yeah. format remains like the core of the old games is still in these games a it's just not necessarily game. a required path so for example like i was doing a like a side dungeon catacomb last night that was filled with booby traps and like thieves jumping from out of nowhere and like shadow attack guys and lava and all sorts of other wild shit that felt very classic, like even demon souls era. Mm -hmm. But 
with it, like so that exists, but it's completely optional. And then alongside that, you've also got the giant open world stuff that's going on. And you've also got the like super opaque quest lines with NPCs that like you need to talk to at very specific time. It really is wearing both hats, but managing to do it quite well. What's interesting about it, and this may change over time, but I will say right now, if you look for guides or help with games, like specifically with with quests, I have not needed to do this with like combat encounters, but like the quest lines are opaque enough and sometimes it's interesting and you're like, well, I wonder where this person is that I need to go and you'll get a vague idea of the area and go check it out. But like even searching on the internet right now, (laughs) there's like... I don't know. I don't know why this is happening. Like, I gave her the potion and she wouldn't drink it. Well, uh, did you talk to this other guy? I don't know. I don't know why he's not there. She's not there anymore. She's under a bridge now. Okay, so go find her. Try to give her the potion. And then you got to kill the boss in there. And maybe there's so much in the world that it's not exactly clear what's triggering anything like currently right now. That's a huge difference between this and, and Dark Souls for me is in Dark Souls when that happened, I was so frustrated because it was like well i need to keep moving and i don't know if i'm going to be back here ever again and what's going on and here my approach to these side quests often has been like yeah i'll keep it in the back of my head but more often than not i just kind of stumble back into a quest yeah Mm -hmm. which feels like a real adventure right (laughs) like that feels yeah so much of this game feels like oh wow this is what an adventure would feel like not yes, a list the urge of to, explore. to do. Yeah. The urge to explore. I can't tell you how many times I've been like a couple of hours into a small dungeon and realize like, why am I doing <laughs> like, I don't even know how I got here. <laughs> like I, I was going for some <laughs> other thing. I saw a door like, Oh shit, a door. Okay. I'm going to pop this open real quick. Let's see what's happening in here. No idea why, why I'm there. The dungeon I'm currently in, I have no clue why I went in there. Just like I saw a door and a cliff front. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll poke around here. See I, the, the two main bosses that I have defeated so far, I did not know I was in their fucking house until I walked through a fog uh, wall and they were yeah. like, what's up? Like lowering down from the ceiling, like, what's up, idiot? Wrong room. And I was like, oh <laughs> shit. Uh, the bo- the bosses are also like next level. Like the thing I always think about for FromSoft games is the first time the Hollow Dragon in Dark Souls climbs out of the pit, and it's like, "What's up? I'm a vivisected dragon that's still alive, and I'm gonna eat you with my rib cage." And you think that's the scariest thing I've ever seen. I will never beat this in a million billion years. Elden Ring has has plenty of those too. Like uh, the, the big bosses, like the the I guess they're called legacy bosses that you kind of have to do to progress the story. Um, are so interesting and like really cool mechanics, really cool ways you need to defeat them. And like cooler than pattern recognition, Mm -hmm. which has been sort of the mainstay of like, look for this attack. Especially Sekiro was was pretty much just that because there wasn't much RPG edge you could get on Sekiro. This is the other end of the spectrum of of their game. Sekiro Sekiro is you have to get good. You have to play it this way. This game is like, I don't know, pretty cool world, right? Do what you want, man. Summon summon a dog that can poison them and then just kind of chill for a while. (laughs) The the summoning is really, uh, I do want to talk about that. It's like a new mechanic. You can collect... Uh, ghost Pokemon spirit yeah. ashes. Uh, I think is right. what they're called. Well, Griffin, if you want to, I mean, I'm trying to make it relatable to people. You collect ghost Pokemon that you can summon and fight people, and then you can level up those Pokemon 
uh, to, and it's like having a partner. You can't always summon them. It's usually like in a big open space or, or boss fight. Like bosses, yeah. A boss fights, fight. Yeah. yeah, you can you can use, and it's really like just especially. It makes a lot of builds more flexible. I think it can be hard if you're a caster to get the oxygen you need to get off a spell. Like especially if it's a really aggressive enemy that's just coming at you. You can almost never – it's so hard to get the – you usually have to cheese a boss like that because y- y- it's so hard to get the space to actually get your spells off. When you have s- someone there that's not doing a ton of damage but is actually like doing a good job of distracting the boss so you can cast a little bit, it really makes it a lot more flexible and and, and workable with, with different builds. Or you can have both. You can have what uh, I have. I, there, there are named ghost Pokemon who can be upgraded – and yeah, y'all, I, I have. They're pretty. I have effectively a boss. Boys. Yeah, who comes and fights with me, and it rules. He is my also, best pal. Uh, I think multiplayer is maybe the best it's been in that, like, you no longer. I mean, sure, the items you use are still called like the gnarled, twisted finger of a witch, <laughs> uh, but like you don't have to keep that shit straight because when you press start, there's like a multiplayer tab in the menu that like collects all those items for you, and you if just like works. go in there. And yeah, yeah I, this is the one area that I'm going to, I'm going to push back and say, interesting. Okay. While I like it conceptually. And I think the notes for what it's worth, like being able to leave notes for other players and so, so, funny. so well, sad. but actually, and useful in certain points, uh, sure. when they're not saying fin- try finger butthole, um, <laughs> yeah. which is very common, but for the God. actual, try like jumping is always my favorite being able to, hidden wall ahead, <laughs> being able to join, a co-op game should, in my opinion, be as simple as all these people are playing. I want to join this person's game. There is no reason, no upside for it to be as arcane as it is in this game, unless someone has a counter argument to that. I'm the, the, the problem curious. with it being arcane is that when it doesn't work, which again, Freshik and I burned an hour on this, when it doesn't work, it's hard to know, is it not working because I'm doing something wrong? Or is yeah. it not working because this... It's of an intended game mechanic that is supposed to keep exactly you from, yeah it's it's if you want to play with people you know yeah it's a fucking mess you, there's a password system yeah that is like yeah some we like, tried well, it but there are things in this game like there are I think they're called summoning stakes that like mm-hmm. are at the usually at the beginning of big dungeons and sometimes like right before big boss fights which is basically just like a gathering hub where you can leave your your mark to be summoned to help somebody out with a boss fight and so like I've you know. I think I've only done that with one or two boss fights, but every time that I've wanted to, like it has not been hard to find a real person collaborator to go in with. Um, I've yet to do that. I've yet to um, summon anybody or any of that. Uh, uh, go into anybody's game or anything like I that. I want to suggest something for people listening. If you're playing this game, if you there in the uh, multiplayer options menu, you can set multiple quote. They're called like group passwords. And the idea is everyone in the same group password can benefit, even if they're not playing together, will benefit from people that are also using that same password. So if you set your group password as besties, every single time that anyone who also set besties uh, um, beats one of the major bosses, you get like a small increase to your rune collection for a short period of time. You also see (laughs) their uh, rune icon, uh, their death icons on the ground as a different color. So you can see all the besties people and where they That's died. So it's great. Cool. I didn't even, I didn't even fucking know that. Yeah, it's That's amazing. Bonkers. It's That's so, so cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm getting four times up, but I made all my passwords besties, and now it just like seems to be giving multiple times. I, I have a feeling. That's I'm great. That. That's fun. 
What um, a good fucking game. I have, uh, there are some systems uh, that I, uh, specifically there's a crafting system <laughs> that I have had no use for. I don't know if you guys have crafted oh my it. Yeah, I think it's because yeah. you're, yes. you're casting. I, I don't really craft either, and I think it's because we're ranged casters, but if you were a melee person, you'd probably be crafting like lot. arrows and Non-stop. bombs and shit. Yeah, you can create a big one for this game is like, and this has been in FromSoft games for forever is every, you know, everything in the world has sort of elemental, you know, strengths and weaknesses. uh, And you can coat your weapon in those things if you have the right items. And in past games, it's just like, well, I need this lightning urn if I want to like put divine damage on my spear so I can, but now like I have found recipes to craft that shit or to craft a like poison uh, grease is what it's called that I can like coat my weapon with to like give poisoning damage and, and being able to, I now know like if I see um, root resin, I pick that shit up every time because that is my, that's my my go-to grease friend that I <laughs> my use go-to for- go-to grease. Uh, Hi, I'm um, Griffin Macri from the Besties. This is this my is go-to, my go-to <laughs> grease. Yeah. I, I think the crafting system is is fucking great and because you, it, it's again- just I mean, a, it's not great. It's function. I mean, it's- is I mean, you oh, get a recipe and you make a thing. Like, it's, okay. like let's not get you're right. You're right. I forgot. My my opinion was wrong. I think it's fucking <laughs> great. I think that what's it's, great about it is, it's just you push a button and make grease. It's useful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't get think that fighting. Do you mean is, useful? It's. You, yeah, use, I think it's okay. fucked up that like you just press one button and it swings the sword like y'all. No, I don't mean that. I don't mean you mean great in the context of like usefulness. Dragon. It's great in the context of it is another system in this game that you can eat a small advantage out of, which is like the more of those that you have at your disposal, like the better. And you know, it's interesting. If you talk about small advantages, like it's, it's, it is uncanny to me. And I don't really understand why I have yet to get into a situation where the difficulty is so much that it's like, Oh yeah. Like, you know I, what I mean? Have. Like I, I get, uh, well, I mean, yeah, maybe it's because I've, I've, I did a lot of side stuff and like leveled up my, my core abilities before I got out in the world. But like, it is not usual that I'll get into something that feels like where I'm not doing any damage. Sure. Right? Like that was common in, uh, yeah. uh, previous games that were more linear where it was like, and I guess, is it scaling? Well, like, is no, it actually scaling the damage I don't think or it is. is it just like balance? I yeah, think it's balanced. I think the game in general is just much, much, much nicer. And I, I have a story, a very quick story that I want to share. And I saved this. I didn't tell Freshick in advance because I knew he'd want to hear it here. Oh, boy. Okay. So I think the game is is much, much, much kinder. But the, like, legacy of Dark Souls actually makes it more difficult than the game is. So How do you mean? So I'm, like, at, at the point of the story, I was, like, 30-some hours into the game. And I'm like pretty deep in the world, and I see a a what looks like a decrepit uh, medieval tower on a cliff, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going up there. And there's a giant. It's like a rose tree, but it is gigantic. It is like one of the biggest tree things I've seen in the game. So I go all the way up this hill. I go over these uh like bombardments past all these like evil magicians i finally get up to the hill and i i go to the tower and it's bombed out the ceiling's blown off and the walls caved open and there's a prison cell and inside the prison cell the shut prison cell is an item and i'm like well great um and i see an enemy who is very mean and i i, I do repeat this a couple times figuring out how to kill him 
And then I do that, and I'm like, oh, well, sh- shit, now what? Like, the, 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 I need the item in the prison cell. So I look up, and I see that the tree is so big that I can platform on it with my horse, right? So I'm like, well, this is amazing. I am going to plat- – there's a platform adventure here. I'm going to platform up this tree. <laughs> and, and I can do it. Like, I, I, it's hard, but I am, like, going up and up and up this tree. And I, I, I fall many times. I end up spending an hour – Dying, going up the hill, fighting past everything, climbing the rose tree. I have photos of this. And then finally I get high enough where I'm like, okay, I'm now high enough that I can jump on this castle. But it's too far away now. So I'm high enough, but I don't have the distance. So after an hour of this, I like am just like so pissed off. I go up one more time. I kill that enemy at the prison. And I'm like, damn it, like, what is, what am I missing here? And I walk up to the door and it says open and I open it. And the item is the there. Door. I didn't try, I didn't try the doorknob. Oh, that's so good. That's so fucking good. I, I, I we, I think we could, we're going to be talking about this game all year. Yes. Right? Yes. Like, I don't think, I don't, we, I genuinely. Including right now when I say this. Are we trying to wrap up? <laughs> no, I, I, I I think that we can get into the minutia of this game and we will continue to talk about this game. I feel like for forever. And I don't, I don't necessarily think, I don't know. Do you guys want to go do like an extra super duper long episode? Just talking about just how sick it is. I just wanted to tell, I wanted to tell a story that illustrated, uh, uh, illustrated the, the scope. Uh, Russ Frustick, um, who this is not a dig on Russ because this is just the nature of the game. Uh, put up a post on Polygon. It's like how to get, a great early game staff, right? And I found that, and I was like, oh, shit. I'd love to get a great early game staff. And he's like, okay, the first thing you're going to want to do is haul ass forever to the east to, <laughs> to get to this place. And you're going to want to go. It's going to take you a long time. There's going to be a lot of shit trying to kill you. And, you know, it's really terrifying, but, like, just go for it. I'm like, well, I don't actually feel like doing that, Russ. So I'm going to do something else. And I'm... Like, so I'm exploring around and, and going around the world, and then I end up in this dungeon near the starting area where I go into a basement and I kill some rats, and there's a treasure chest, mm-hmm. and I open the treasure chest, and it's actually a teleporter that takes me to the same area that Russ had been talking about in his guide. So, like, I just that this is how they like, life you just finds teleport. a way. Yeah, exactly. It just sort of like, oh, Russ, I should tell Russ to update his guy to just do this because this is very, this is a lot easier than having to truck it all the way over there. But that's the kind of like evolving nature of this. And I mean, you know, people are are, are lunatics. They will do the things they need to do to like fully detail all the the different minutiae of this game and how it all works. But right now it's like, it, and if you're not delving too deep into that, it just feels so organic and and you know, open to I will I will counter that by saying part of the even though I'm aware of that teleporting chest thing, I think there is value in actually doing that ride, which doesn't take more than ten minutes. It's not like we're talking a half hour of riding on your horse to know A, you're unlocking waypoints along the way, and B, you actually know where things are in relation to your starting point rather than just getting like right. thrown down a toilet and just showing up on the other end. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, and the so, area you come out of that chest from yeah, is not, is I would bad. say, the best spot. To be <laughs> no, it is. It's very bad. Yeah, in fact, yeah, some I, might I, call I, it a pretty shitty scene. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the silver lining, right? Uh, that the game gives you like many times is it'll punish you like that. You're like, ha ha ha! You've been fast forwarded fifty hours in the game. Go to hell. And you're like, yeah, I'm here, but while I'm here, I might as well grab a weapon from fifty hours yeah. later in the game and sure. then just yeah, teleport you might back. Might as well poke around. And like, um, there is not like that staff is very good, and I and I am still um, using it. I will say though that it's like for a lo- okay in Dark Souls. This is pro- I think this was two. It might have been one or two. I don't remember. There was a dragon that had. Do you guys remember this? A dragon on a bridge that the the, the, the tip the of the yeah, dragon yeah. tail. Sure. Right. So and you would get you if you had a bow, you could shoot the tail a hundred times. Yes. Yeah. Basically, Literally, turn on a movie, shoot, shoot the tail a hundred times, and you get this kick-ass sword that you could use the whole game. There does not seem to be a lot of stuff like that. Like it, 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 it is. It seems a lot more like you find stuff that works well with your build, yeah. but there does not seem to be like a killer. Like, well, this this will destroy everything. Yes, and there's correct. a cheese. Well, and even that it. sword got outclassed after five or six hours. Like it wasn't yeah, it the whole game. To find something better. But if you're starting, it's it's it was one of those like here are the ten things you need to do. At the beginning of of Dark if you Souls, want to min max this game, there are absolutely you ten things. Can. Like oh sure, the, the, yeah. The flask upgrades are just like sitting round. Yeah, you just have to like run around and know where they are and just gather them all up, and then all of a sudden you can heal you know a billion times before the first. Boss. <laughs> There's a flask of <laughs> they call it the flask of crimson tears and the flask of cerulean tears. <laughs> I love this garbage. <laughs> have you guys found the flask of wondrous physic? Oh yeah, yes. you can like cool. make your own potion in this game. It's so fucking okay, cool. okay, this is what I'm talking about. We could go. Oh, yeah. like, how, how about, how about right. we plan to do a spoiler episode in maybe like a month or so? Yeah, that yeah. sounds yeah, nice that one. sounds fine. Yeah, Great. Uh, I I I think everyone should play this game. Like, if you have been curious about these games and maybe even tried one and bounced off of it, like I recommended it to our dad, who is like a not a, a real gamer. Of, He's uh, no, he is. He's a certain kind of gamer who doesn't love like. Really intense. I haven't recommended any of the other ones, but like I feel like this one you could have fun with. Yeah, like, this one you could enjoy. Um, let's go to the let's take it to the bridge. Okay, let's go. You go get a phone. You just want a phone. Talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts, and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print, little details, and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know. The contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans, there is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice easy solution save some put the bucks back in your pocket pay 15 bucks a month say bye to your overpriced wireless plans jaw-dropping monthly bills the unexpected overages sound familiar to get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com besties that's mintmobile.com besties Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Y'all, 
You already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track, especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want, get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties rocketmoney.com slash besties. We clarified during the break, by the way, besties password should be all lowercase. That's what we're all going with. We don't know if it matters because that is not the sort of thing where from software and their infinite <laughs> wisdom would put up a guide about <laughs> whether or not caps matters. I cannot imagine the incredible power of being able to play Elden Ring on the toilet. I'm so jealous of Chris Plant. So it's jealous. Outrageous. It's the best that's that's all you need to know about the steam deck i am in love with it i it's everything i wanted it to be and more and any gripes that i have with it are are so petty and minor that i i like hesitate to share them anyway the steam deck the whole reason that i love it is because i already play a lot of games on pc and have it all on steam so now i just have hundreds of video games that work wherever i want them to it yeah. rules. And, and like truly 95% of games I've tested work like fine right out of the box. Does that mean I, I know we have some listeners who like strategy games and RTS and stuff like that? I don't know. I'll be real with you. I've tried some of it. I here's the here's the problem. I'm already bad at these games. So I don't know if I'm just bad or if it doesn't control very well. Uh, but for the type of games that we talk about on this show, I mean, games this, that basically this use a controller dream. is what you're saying. Yeah, but I mean, games that use a controller or games that are maybe a little slower, yeah, um, like Kentucky Route Zero or uh, Return of the Oberdin. I guess that you can you can make do with controller on this type of stuff. Yeah. Um, but it has the capability to throw up a keyboard or use mouse controls when you want. And it feels pretty comfortable for those sorts of games. Um, Wildermyth would be another example of a game that works pretty okay. Um, Chris Plant, it looks very big. Yeah, that's the good part. And you're not, you are not the strongest of folks. Uh, you know, I'm, I speak I'm, from no. personal <laughs> well, experience. You know what? I, I, I was looking in the mirror the other day. My arms have gotten a little, a little, you know, Swole? A little, a little, a little, wow. a little, a little. It turns out carrying around a four-year-old all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 I, I have dad arms. And wow. I couldn't, I, yeah, I was always curious. Why did dads get decent arms? And, and you know, I'm, I'm seeing gains. Um, but no, the, the size is honestly it, it, its advantage for two reasons. One, 
I think because games are designed for PC, you do want just a larger screen. And if sure. uh, it, of the knocks that I do have, um, it, this, the text can be quite small, and they yeah. have that is not fixed for every game. So that's because like, it's running a, at 720p natively, but like uh, it cannot go above 720p. Yes, well, uh, well, mm, it can't on the device. You could throw it onto a TV at a yeah, higher that's right. higher resolution. Um, but also, I mean, the screen's just small, and it was the games, unlike Switch games, were designed to be on a on a monitor. Yeah. So there's that. Um, but but otherwise, I mean, it, having a large screen does make it more readable. The other thing, though, and what I really love about it is the controller feels like having an Xbox controller on the go. Better than the Backbone, better than the, what is it, Hokey Pro that Hori, we have? Hori uh, f- Split Pad Pro. Yeah, better than that. Like, it just feels like a controller. And to the point where, like, again, I'm not good at FromSoft games. I beat um, the first, well, really the first two bosses, but the first boss and the first legacy boss almost back to back um using this controller so was not a problem yeah uh it's it's great y'all i mean that that that's it i do not understand the like technology technology behind the fact that they're able to get windows games that were not designed for linux working and working pretty well like that part of it is totally wild to me but it seems like it works quite well with the whatever it is proton i'll share the gripes because our 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 sister site the verge did not like it nearly as much as i did but i i think you have to come i don't know maybe i'm just being naive but i i think you have to kind of meet it at like what it can do um because their grabs are like well you know the battery life is you know if you're playing a triple a game at 60 frames per second it's like two hours and yeah, you know, my gaming it, PC it asks, does about thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, or, or like any gaming laptop, or, or they they complained about the um the the sound of the fan that you can hear the fan. Mm, and again, yeah. it is so much softer than any gaming laptop I've ever used. Um, so like if you're comparing it to a Switch, does it have PC gaming issues? Yeah, because it's a PC. But if you're comparing it to a gaming laptop, all of this stuff is like nothing you know it is like the smallest of potatoes um so i i think it does matter what you what you're worried about i in terms of like can everybody who would just want to switch get this i i don't know I, I i still think the switch is is the like easier to pick up and play of of the two and if you don't already have any pc gaming collection and you're not like a person who really cares about you know maintaining your collection for the next 20 30 years then yeah switch is probably better but if you have a Steam collection already, man, and you, and you, and you have the means to to get one of these, uh, it, it's a hell of a thing. Unfortunately, they they are sold out for like a year, like right? A year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and and by then they'll probably have the Steam Deck too. Um, so we don't know why we wasted your time with this. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Thanks. We're Thanks. Yeah, sorry, guys. We could have talked more about like really abstract. Oh, I saw a special mushroom in Nelson Ring. You guys hear about the special mushroom? <laughs> Would you rather have that for another 30 minutes or what's the, what's, what's the deal? I think that, I think that's all I have to say. I mean, people can read the full review on Polygon. There's really not a lot to say about it other than it, it works. It does the thing that it wants to do. I just want to be able to not be cloistered in my office when I have to like play a PC game. I can like be out and about in the living room and like 
see my family. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah, that oh, yeah. that's what has been a huge change for me uh, because, yeah, I I, I last night uh, Steph needed to watch a movie for work and I was like, oh well, I want to try the new Portal spinoff, and we just kind of hung out on the couch and I was yeah. able to get that done and like that's nice. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, uh, we have we some have reader mail emails. Yeah. Reader emails. I'm ready. I crave them. Uh, this one is from Hobbsworth. What's your favorite boss name so far? Mm. I mean, I don't want to. I don't remember any of the boss names. Apart I from, I mean, like, there's one I remember first... quite well because I had to fight him five hundred fucking thousand times. Who? I mean, it's the first boss, Margit, the Fell Omen. Like that's, that's pretty good. That's some peak from soft yeah, shit. Yeah, that's right pretty there. good. Yeah. I I uh I I did the Into the Ether podcast that uh we love and they pointed out a thing that I hadn't noticed that if God is like you know like Mr. Doctor and you have God Rick, that just means you're fighting Rick. Wow, that's a good point. <laughs> wow, that's a really that, good point. Yeah, it's like a real problem. Anyway, uh, this one's from do you, oh, you have one, Fresh? No, no, no. Please continue with the reader now. <laughs> okay, okay. This one's from a uh, friend of the show, Sunny Ross. Uh, uh, is it possible to meet someone happy in this game, or does everyone have huge uh, hungover energy? Yeah, that is a From Software game where they tend to be kind of a downer. There, yeah, I don't want to spoil. There is one... Usually if... Or, <laughs> if someone's happy in this game, it's because they have a really unhealthy relationship with some sort of occult god that has possessed <laughs> them. They're never they're, if someone's like, ah, "Great day, stranger," it's because they just fucking murdered somebody <laughs> for their demon lord who lives beneath the sea. There, I did meet a pretty chill knight that was stuck in a pot. <laughs> oh yeah, he was cool. <laughs> That's a good. Bro. He was cool. He was like, he was. Everybody else is like pretty pretty sad and this dude's like hey i'm stuck in a pot i'm stuck in a pot here hey Hey. come hit the back of this (laughs) pot help me out yeah so there's a couple but yeah most of them are downers i i really think i i feel he said he'd be like he's got my back he's gonna go fight evil i really believe deep down in my heart that i'm gonna be on a bad boss fight he's gonna be like hey thanks for getting me out of the pot (laughs) i came to make this a cakewalk oh there, there so there is a character I won't say who, but they return from other games, and they are a delight. Yeah, I was they, gonna say. Yeah, a, a real joy. Oh, I haven't even seen that. Yeah, yeah, a real joy. It's usually people that are just very confident in themselves and like know who they are. A, a related note: there are times where not killing characters is the answer, and uh, you'll know when when that time has come. Uh, so don't once while, always though, rush to kill. Yeah. Every once in a while, though, you'll get a key item from one of them, and it's just like, <laughs> I've just to let off some steam, you know what I mean? Like, just to let off some steam, you just whack them real quick <laughs> and kill them. I found this old dude that had been hiding in a pot. He was like, take half of this medallion and take it to the princess. I'm going to keep hiding here. I was like, ah, no, you're not. <laughs> oh, he, you're actually <laughs> take to the medallion. I'm just, just going to kill you real quick. Just to let some steam. Just, he's already dead. He dies like two seconds later. <laughs> Yeah, what? No, one second in my run. <laughs> hey, guys, it's Sputman. I found a speed run. I've had to kill this boss. You, you hit him before he dies. Uh, you felt good. Uh, one, one more. This one's from Gross Meat. Any thoughts on the lack of map markers when given a quest or the general quest uh, structure? I love a not Skyrim walking my horse just blindly towards a marker and having to actually consider uh, the train and listen to NPCs. 
Yeah, you can mark the map yourself, um, but mm-hmm. you do not get like a waypoint marker, which I, I love. Um, yeah, because it lets you. Unless somebody, th- it happened to me one time so far. Someone physically That's marked true. my map, like yeah. took my map and put a mark. They on were it. like, "There's no way you're ever gonna find this thing." <laughs> yeah, let me help you. Uh, out, I think it's bud. great. I think it uh, encourages you, as as Grossmeat said, to really explore the terrain and pay attention. Hmm. I agree. I don't think we've been doing anything else. Have we been doing anything else? Uh, that's not else? true. I, I, I have a, uh, a sad report, Uh-oh. which is that Puzzle, Puzzle Quest 3 came out. Oh. Oh. But. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not what I want. It's not what I want. It's a very. Uh, it's out on Steam, and uh, I, I know it's out on iOS. It's probably out on Android, too. And it's uh, it's just like. Very games as servicey, yeah. In the in the mobile way, where it's like you just like you know play the same fights in order to get new gear to increase your gear score and get upgrade tokens and treasure chests that you need keys to yeah. open. But those keys cost actual money, or no. you can send this animal to open the chest, but it's gonna take four hours unless no, you spend you. gems oh, to. Oh, no, thank you. So it's bad. not the worst. I've I've played a couple hours and. <laughs> It's not like <laughs> terrible about that stuff in the like grand scheme of games that do that shit, but like I just want Puzzle Quest, baby. Yeah, I would have seen that stuff and been like, no, 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 no. So you're I mean, right, I don't. I, I am not inherently turned off by games like that if they are like if there's still game there to play, and there is. It's just like God Almighty, it's a fucking bummer because the game. Like I feel like every game in that genre is that now, and. It's yeah. wild to me that there are not just match three RPG. Like that is not a very difficult needle to thread. It is so well established how to make a good game like that. And and yet like uh, the ones that are out there now just do not do it for me. And sadly, Puzzle Quest 3 has has gone in the wrong direction. Making games is easy, says Griffin McElroy. Not making games is easy, but like <laughs> making a Puzzle Quest game should be pretty fucking easy compared to other stuff. Compared to Elden Ring. You what match else? the colors yeah. together to get shit to cast I'm just spells. saying like, if somebody made Elden Ring, somebody else should be able to make a good puzzle quest <laughs> It game. doesn't fair. Se- I, that seems fair. Yeah. It's not asking that What much. else we got? Uh, I, it's, it's Colin Farrell weekend, y'all. Are you ready for this? Have you, have you been preparing for Colin Farrell weekend? Can I guess? Is it the lobster? Is that what you're bringing to the table? No, it's Colin Farrell weekend. Colin Farrell, Global Treasure, has oh, he's two in, movies. Yeah, two. Batman. And The Batman, please. <laughs> the Batman. I'm gonna watch the, am I going to watch The Yeah, you're definitely going to watch The Batman. I probably am. Yeah, right? definitely. Like, I feel like I probably am going to watch And he's Batman. also an After Yang, which looks awesome. Yeah, that's okay. And they're both coming out this weekend. It, in, it, is, it is the whole spectrum of things I enjoy. I love, I love my... Uh, what accent he go, is I, he going with in After Yang? I, I don't know. Because in Batman, he's going you, hard. He's going, he's going hard. hard. He, you know what I like is that they they uh, they make... It looks like he was in the, the makeup chair for like three days to look like the Penguin, right? Yes. And then, and then he made the movie, and they were like, you know what? It was fun doing that to you. What if we made you do a TV show? And he's like, sure. I live for this. I live for the pain. So now we're getting the Batman TV show spinoff just about the Penguin. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think they're like well. making like four spinoffs in that movie. I don't, Jesus. I don't get it. But 
Oh, I am I am ready. I am I am ready and waiting. I've just been playing Elden Ring. It's fine. Uh <laughs> Elden Ring is fun to play with your four year old, by the way. Yeah, really? Is it now? So here's this here's the tip. If your kid walks in there like every time Cooper sees you playing Elden Ring, she wants to get in on it. And it's like, that's fine. Like but it's just really hard. So what we have found that actually works really good and is actually kind of fun is on the PC, I will let her she made a of course she wanted to do a naked sure. guy. <laughs> naked guy, a naked wretch named Sultan. Who doesn't? For some reason. And with a with a big bushy beard who just runs around and hasn't upgraded anything and doesn't have any items and doesn't know what he's doing. But she I give her the controller and then I have the mouse. So she can do everything. And if she gets close enough to an enemy, I can oh. attack them. <laughs> so it's like we're kind of working collaboratively. Uh, I like that. Which is which is fun. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um I meant to mention this actually, uh Horizon, I want to shout out last week, has a uh, uh, like a second, like a co-pilot yeah. mode where a second controller can be paired and like, no that's kidding. a great way to play with kids. I wish, I wish more games would do that. Like just help uh, where you can quickly help them pass like stuff they struggle with. Uh, Viva Pinata is the first one that I remember having, oh, yeah. but, um, I wish more games would, would do that. I think it's, it's really cool. Cool. Uh, I wanted to thank the following people for writing reviews about the besties. We have Zagari, Lockwood, Papa Dapa Palapa, SS Rojo, and Les. Sep, less sep, less kept. Uh, anyway, thank you for writing reviews for the besties on Apple Podcasts. Uh, thank you to everyone else who has written reviews. Uh, feel free to write one yourself. We love to see them. Thank you. Games we mentioned. We talked about Elden Ring a lot. We talked about uh, Colin Farrell, After Yang, and the Batman. We talked about Puzzle Quest 3. Next week, we are doing Triangle Strategy, I believe, on the besties. Oh, no way. <sighs> Why? Because we like good games. I didn't know that here. that was out already. It comes out yeah. Friday, uh, oh, which is I don't today, like those things. which is the day that, that this is airing. Um, and then uh, on the rest of next week, we're talking about Aperture Desk Job, which is like oh. a spinoff of uh, Portal. Um, I'm looking at screenshots of this triangle strategy. I don't Justin, like. I, I think you might like this one. Mm, I've, I've heard little. very good things. I'm, I'm. This is like this is like octopus traveler. I remember. <laughs> I, this is what it looks like to me. I'm ready Hard for pass. it. Uh, is that it? Is that it, Justin? That's gonna do it for us this week. Be sure to join us again next week for the besties. Because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games? Besties!